0: Welcome to Small Business Lifeline, Crane's podcast to navigate the coronavirus crisis. My name is Christine Dare Bryan, and I am an editor with Crane Communications. We are well and truly into the reopening phase of businesses through COVID, but a lot of small businesses I'm talking to are finding it's pretty bumpy when they do in fact reopen and in some cases are shutting down entirely. Other businesses are just saying they're going to hold off and reopen when the world is in a very different place. Today, I'm going to take 10 minutes of your time to weigh all of these options. I'm staying close to home this week and reporting from New York City. First, I'm going to talk to a Manhattan owner of two hotels who closed one and kept the other open. And then I'm going to talk to a restaurant owner who feeds a lot of Wall Street workers and people downtown. And he has shut his restaurants entirely for now. John Fitzpatrick is the owner and operator of two hotels in Manhattan, and he decided to close one hotel on 57th Street and keep the second hotel near Grand Central Terminal open. John, it's great to have you on our show.
1: Christine, great to be with you. Tell
0: me, what kind of business did you expect to get for your Grand Central location, and how did you think things were going to work out, and who would still come stay at the hotel?
1: You know, it, it was a... Tough decision what to do because it happened so quickly. It all happened around the 12th to 13th of March. And in an Irish hotel, we were getting ready for a big St. Patrick's Week celebration. And um, we were all down in Washington for a big dinner. And then everybody moves up to New York for Paddy's Day. And it just happened when the president, I think it was the night of the 13th, announced no international traveler with ban on it so everybody cancelled and we had to make a quick decision there was no point having I said two hotels open so I decided to close the Fitzpatrick Manhattan on 57th street and leave our Grand Central Hotel on 44th street open for a number of reasons but we decided to stay open and you know been optimistic about it, said it's New York City, the population there has to be people looking for rooms, but it didn't. It fell off. What
0: did you learn about getting a PPP loan? Was that kind of the cure-all? Did that really help keep you going?
1: You know, look, it was good to receive it, no doubt about it, but it really didn't fill the gap. I mean, it was it was too short. For instance, it was a six-eight period where you brought all your employees back and you know 75% of the money if you want to you know it could be a loan or it could be a grant depending on how you use it but we brought all our employees back but there was no business so everybody was back they were being paid but there was no business coming in now we had to lay them off again and as we get into stage three and further when business we hope would come back a little bit there's no program for us where unlike every other country around the world I mean, I, we have hotels in Ireland, my sister runs one and the government there are you know, extending the same type of program and people are back at work getting, the governor is helping subsidize their salaries and they begin to get business but you know, we had to lay off everybody again and it's, it, it's not good for employees to first of all give them the news they got to be laid off, then you're bringing them back and some of my employees are with me 29 years and then you're saying I'm laying you off again emotionally and mentally and everything for people it's not good to be brought in and brought out again so that's where we are at the moment you know.
0: For the location you have reopened what exactly are you doing to survive and kind of keep yourself going?
1: Well the first thing we decided to do when we did um, close one hotel and keep the other open I said to the sales team and the operation team look we're not going to get any business we realize that now but we need to get ready for when we do return to some sort of normal business. So we were very quick to put in health precautions, safety precautions in the sense that we have a temperature gauge at the front now, basically a video that takes your temperature when you come in. And I thought that was much better because some people are using handheld thermometers. And I think that's a bit intrusive, somebody coming up in front of you and taking it. So we wanted everything to be Relaxed but still in all covered everything. So, when you walk in the front door of my hotel, now you put your face in front of a screen, it takes your temperature, it records back to you what your temperature is, and if you're passed or whatever. Everybody has a temperature check before they come in guests, employees, and especially our employees. We've got to make sure our employees are safe, and so and we have to have safety protocols put in. The hotel is meant to be a place. Where people come to relax and enjoy and you know experience a different experience so we didn't want to make it too formal but we still had to put in the safety precautions all our uh, employees are wearing masks we ask all our guests to wear masks when they're moving in public areas as someone checks into the hotel we give them a safety kit a, you know, a welcome kit but it's really a safety kit basically i used to say in the old days you know um i put a mint on everyone's pillow but i think people are now looking for a little bit more than a mint on their pillow so they get a nice welcome pack now with basically a face mask a set of gloves a sanity gel to make sure and and when they're walking around and sanitary swipes so that even though we are now doing very deep cleaning in all the rooms I I know when I check into a hotel I'd still maybe touch up myself and do my own checks but we do a very deep cleaning so they don't have to worry about that and then every 30 minutes we have our housemen go around and sanitize all the doorknobs elevator buttons light switches and everything how we've also done this is done it through a video I think giving someone a piece of paper and giving them the safety protocols is a bit too formal. So what we've done now is a nice safety video. A lot of our corporate clients like the idea of the video because we're sending out to them in advance and we're getting great comments back saying, well, you know what? You're definitely taking precautions. It makes us feel a lot more safer.
0: John Fitzpatrick, it's been great having you on our show. Thank you so
1: much. Christine, great to talk to you.
0: Jason O'Brien owns two restaurants in Lower Manhattan, is scheduled to open a third across the river in Jersey City, and was scheduled to open a fourth later this year in Chevy Chase, Maryland. But in March, following the shutdown of New York City, he and his business partners decided to close the two Manhattan restaurants entirely and lay off their staff. They didn't experiment with takeout or delivery. They decided to stay shut until the economy improves. Jason, it's great to have you on our show. Thank you for having me. A lot of New York City businesses are reopening right now. Why are you
2: waiting? I think, I guess myself and my business partners sat down and discussed the fact that a normal July and August for us is on a good year break even, and a lot of years we don't even break even, so we save in the winter to get through the summer. Our choice was to make the decision to sort of stay closed, weather the storm through the summer because we just knew there was going to be no business. In the summer, we mostly rely on tourists. Because corporate cards tend to leave, and most Manhattan people tend to leave the city, especially on the weekends. So we think we were making the right decision, without question, of staying closed through July and August, and just trying to weather the storm. We think we got one shot at this to reopen and to do it properly. So a second wave terrifies us in the in the fall.
0: What are you doing um, with things like rent? Are you having to still pay the full rent during all this time?
2: Two different locations of Manhattan that were currently open. And so one landlord is working very well with me. We've been with our landlords, one place is, one location is 16 years, the other is 20 years. We've never missed a day of rent, thank God. So that's a good thing. And you'd like to think that comes back. One landlord has been excellent with us and the other landlord has worked with us. I, I really think at the end of the day for any restaurant to survive what the new normal is going to be if we ever get there, the landlords are, are essentially gonna to have to become partners of restaurants. There's just no choice, I'm in a group of 20 different restaurateurs in Manhattan, bar owners and restaurateurs, unless they start dropping rents or become some type of partner in the business, it's going to be like devastating. Now that we're seeing that California is closing Then again. I think it's going to be catastrophic, actually. if We start, before we even open, that they're saying, hey, you can't open for another three months. It's just going to be, it's going to be terrible. The landlords are working with us, luckily. I, I have friends of mine that the landlords are saying, no, they're not working with them. And um, those landlords are going to suffer greatly, in my opinion.
0: What are your biggest concerns about reopening if you were to reopen now?
2: Number one, I, I don't think we have the business to open. If the New York City government said, hey, you can open it 100%. You'd open the doors and you wouldn't have any people inside. What I noticed over the last three or four weeks in Manhattan, with a lot of the bars are open, is the demographic. I'm 43 years old. I was probably one of the oldest guys on the street and I consider myself not that old. <laughs> but the demographic is much, much younger. And young people, I hate to say it, are just not wearing masks. I don't think that's going to help our situation getting open anytime soon in a responsible way.
0: So what calendar do you use as your guide in terms of reopening?
2: Well, I set it into two stages with my business partners. One was making it to September, knowing that the summer is already quiet, which we've achieved with our landlords and with responsibilities that we have trying to run a business that has zero income anymore. And then our second goal is to make it to January. And I hate to say it, but... These goals are actually starting to get pushed out further now. But I know I, I've made it to September, no matter what. But when I open, and this is when I think we'll see, you know, restaurants drop like flies, to be honest with you. Once we open, if we don't have the business, and once we get through our PPP loan, um, you're just going to see restaurants going, wow, there's nothing we can do here. Unless a landlord takes no rent or takes a dismal amount based on sales, we have no chance of survival. And that's my real fear, again, We have a two-step process for us, and I hope our process works and I hope other people's processes work for them, but our process is, if we can make it till January, then at that point we will hopefully see some type of business come back to. I'm at last half full person, I always have been, um, and I'm going to give it my best shot, but I'm not sure how it's going to survive because I just don't see if we get this second wave, wow, I'll I'll cross that bridge when we get to it.
0: Jason O'Brien, it's been great having you on our show. Thank you so much.
2: Excellent. And listen, thank you for giving us a voice. And then uh, hopefully, I spoke for a lot of the industry in some shape or form.
0: Thanks for listening to Small Business Lifeline. This has been Christine Honey Dare Bryan with Crane Communications. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast networks. And if you have story tips, please email me at C D A R E B R Y A N at C R A I N S N E W Y O R K dot com. We will be coming to you each week with more tips on how to survive the coronavirus crisis. Have a great week.